The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Tonight we dive into the esoteric realm, the reality beyond our spectrum of perception and understanding. From the beginning of this platform, we've been asking the primordial questions. Who are we? Where do we come from? Where are we going? And most importantly, why are we here at this moment in time? Did we agree to being here, to learn a new lesson, or was it pure chance? What happens when we die? What's in the astral realm? And what is our true history? All of this and much more, coming up with tonight's special guest. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Tonight's special guests are Megan Martinez and Joseph Anthony, the Sedona Psychics. Megan is now sharing her gifts with the world to help others dealing with grief, individuals seeking clarity, and those ready to take the next step on the ascension path. Megan is a true Renaissance woman, a multimedia artist, visionary entrepreneur, an actionist dedicated to building a better world. Her website is divinemsm.com. And Joseph P. Anthony, as a leading psychic and professional astrologer for more than 25 years, Joseph has been featured on countless television and radio programs and has been the astrologer of choice for many noted athletes and celebrities. Lectures frequently, he helps you to understand the importance of your soul and being able to comprehend the symbols of the subconscious through the use of astrology. And we have more comprehensive bios on our website. And Joseph's websites are planetswithin.com and josephpanthony.com. And directly from Sedona, not too far away from here, I would like to welcome Mega Martinez and Joseph Anthony to Veritas. Hello and welcome. Hi. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. Well, yeah, living, living the dream. Absolutely. We haven't been dealing with the esoteric topic for quite some time, but, you know, this is the foundation of this program. As I said during the intro, the the primordial question, why are we here? Who are we? But most importantly, the reason why we're here. Why don't we begin? I read a little bit of both of your bios, but I'm always interested to know what led you to be who you are today. You must have had some eureka moments in life. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Megan. Uh, okay, I'll go first. It's kind of a, it's a long story, but I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. I did not come to doing this work in a, in a traditional way. I, um, I basically was activated, uh, I'm, I would say about eight years ago 
into my full abilities. And I really don't even, I not even full abilities yet. And still something that's a work in progress. But, um, but what I am really is an interdimensional telepath. And so I use the word psychic. People are familiar with that. Um, but that's not, to, not really exactly what it is that I do. And, and what happened for me was I had met a psychic medium, um, who told me I could do what he could do and, uh, spending time around him. And then the combination of that and losing my father who passed away from cancer, which filled out my emotional body, activated my abilities that were kind of just trickling in up until that point. And then once, once it, uh, once I had both of those experiences, the exposure to the frequency and the, and the feeling, the filling out of the emotional wheel, um, I, I started causing power surges, things were jumping off of shelves. I could hear all these voices. And so I, I went, I set out on a journey to understand who I was and why this was happening to me and, um, and how to live with this new ability. And that was about eight years ago. And, and on the journey, I ended up having contact from, um, extraterrestrial beings and, and ascended masters and angels. And I ended up, um, working with people that are working on the f- new financial system and then I had been doing that exclusively. I did some work for one of those government agencies, one of those three-letter agencies doing like remote viewing and and um, and uh, deciphering messages from off-planet for them. Um, and that's really how I got kind of deeper trained. And then um, and then I and then a few years ago, I decided to open up and and use my abilities to help people, um, just, you know, regular citizens around the world that were, um, and that kind of honed my skills as a medium. And now I'm, uh, I'm no longer taking clients as a medium as of last week. And I'm moving into my life as a mystic. And, uh, and so that's kind of an abridged version of how I got to where I am today. Before I go with you, Joe, just uh, one thing jumped out at me when you were discussing your bio, Megan, you mentioned the new financial system. Any relation to the economic for the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset? Um, yes and no. So there's a lot of misinformation out there, and there are multiple groups that are vying for um, the the position as the new system. And I just happen to work with some gentlemen that are working on that, and I've been um, kind of guiding and communicating messages from upstairs to them on how to build it, who to work with and, and that sort of thing. So, um, so it does have something to do with, with a financial reset that's occurring, but most of the stuff that's on the internet about that is, is misinformation. We'll, we'll get back to that. Now, Joe, tell us about your, your journey. Well, it started uh, when I was born. And as far back as I could remember, I had this uh, burning curiosity about who I was and where I came from and why was I brought to this family? Why do I live in this town? Uh, you know, it was, I, I think I came out of the womb asking questions and um, I couldn't find any answers. To be honest with you, I grew up in New York and uh, to a traditional uh, Italian family that, you know, just straight off the boat. And, uh, you know, for many years, I was just searching and searching. I started uh, reading all kinds of publications and uh, all kinds of uh, material based on uh, mysticism and astrology and, and whatnot. And I still couldn't find any answers. 
But as I got older in life, uh, in my late 20s, I began to really dig deeper into the esoteric and metaphysical side of it, primarily the astrology and the symbolism. And I began to read all of the mythologies and the stories and whatnot, and I began to piece it all together. And I realized that basically that everything in this universe is basically energy. Uh, I studied some quantum physics. Um, you know, I, I've just been fascinated by human nature my entire life. And when I got to all of this metaphysical stuff, I realized that basically it's a symbolic language for understanding the source. The source communicates with us through symbols, through dreams, through interpretation, through feelings. Uh, it's beyond the five senses. And we all have this ability, but you just have to be able to use it or utilize it because we're all part of the source. So my journey started from a very young age. And it really didn't start to blossom until my late 20s. And then it really took off in my 30s. And, uh, you know, in my 40s, it was just like, I, I, I think I've unlocked the keys to the universe, you know. Uh, but by studying numerology, astrology, all of it, all the symbolism. And so I've studied all the birthdays, all 366 birthdays out of the year. Uh, I mean, when I talk to clients, I basically, they give me a birthday and a name. And my, I'm already tuning into them within the first couple of minutes and I know what they're all about, what's going on in their lives, the whole nine yards. So it seems to come natural to me. Um, I know I've done this before, probably another lifetime and many other lifetimes. Um, but I'm also uh, fortunate enough to be born on a birthday that has natural psychic ability like Megan. She also is a natural psychic. There are certain birthdays that indicate a strong psychic connection to other realms of consciousness. So I would say, uh, you know, my path, I, I, you know, I've discovered my path in my late 20s. And, and now I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here. And that is to bring more light to the world in terms of uh, information and knowledge and remind people of who they really are. I'm not a psychic like you, but do I do I estimate that both of you and even I grew up Catholics? Uh, yeah, I was raised like culturally Catholic, like. I, in a Mexican-American household. Um, but we, we really were mostly just, you know, the kind that show up on, um, on you know, for Midnight Mass. Midnight and, Mass and on the 24th. Wednesday. Right. I was a Catholic light at about the age of 12. I said, this is all this is all hogwash. <laughs> and I told my parents, I'm not doing any of this stuff anymore. And being the rebellious one in the family, uh, they let me do what I wanted. And then I studied religions and I totally understand what, you know, Catholicism is all about. <laughs> this is why I'm asking you, because I was an altar boy for many years, but I'm also just out of the womb asking questions. And I got in trouble so many times because I questioned the narrative. And this is just yeah. what, what's happening right now. I mean, I understand the dogma. You're not supposed to question dogma. But even right now, we are not supposed to even question science, which has become dogmatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, what's what's going on, what I've discovered and, and what Megan, I'm sure, has discovered as well is from an early age, we are indoctrinated into a, a certain belief system because our parents got that and our grandparents got that. And, you know, society just keeps passing it along. And so from the moment we're born, we're you know, we're brought into these boxes, these uh, these boxes of belief. You know, you're this, you're that. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to get this education. You're supposed to make this much money. Go to this school. You're supposed to be a good little Catholic boy or Catholic girl. And you're constantly being directed your entire life. But that cycle is about to break. 
And we see it now thanks to the Internet and technology and also uh, some form of energy that's coming in that seems to be awakening us all on some deeper level. Absolutely. I've talked uh, a lot publicly about my indoctrination and undoing <laughs> because I, I, I was raised in um, California and spent most of my life in the Silicon Valley. And when you live there, you know, the religion's not really a big major thing. And and so you kind of are of this mindset that you escaped indoctrination without realizing that you're being indoctrinated more on the political side of things. And so you have to kind of undo all of that to start to see the truth. And so what I've seen happen, what I think has happened is that people gravitate towards religion throughout history because people need a purpose and a meaning and a code of conduct for life. And now I, that doesn't mean that I support organized religion. I just, I can see the benefit of it in people's lives throughout history. Um, but when you remove that, people are still want that sort of thing. And so the religion of modern day has become politics and science. And that's why the beliefs around it are so dogmatic. Would it be safe to say that in order to escape indoctrination, we must unlearn most of what we learned? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. David. Well, I was, I, I was explaining this on a show that we just did recently, and I can't, for some reason, I can never remember what, what the brainwave is. But, but what Joe was saying about identity and how um, all these identities that we put on, um, they really trap us in, into this illusion or this matrix that we're living in. And so in order to, um, in order to really shift the brain, when the brain shifts the most, when, when you do the most change is when, when you let go of these identities. And they're really, really what we're doing, too, is we're moving beyond the personality and into the soul. Because the soul is who we really are. The personality is this what we develop um, as an armor, kind of, for our experience here on Earth. And so the identities are all part of the personality. And the soul doesn't subscribe to the, any of these identities. In fact, one of the things that happens when you cross over to the other side is there is an angel that cuts away um, all the concepts of race from you. Because those are things that are really highly ingrained in you here and um, in a human experience when really there is no race. Um, we're all just souls, right? So so you have to carve away all these false identities in order to truly embrace consciousness and oneness. So true. Um, I, I want to add that what happens is, is um, from an early age, we're, sh we're totally unsure of who we are. But there are many kids that are coming in today that are highly intuitive and they remember a lot because of the timelines that they're coming in on. But for the most part, uh, most people just come in and uh, they have to relearn everything that they've ever experienced uh, about their soul, about their spirit. But unfortunately, because of today's society, um, there's a lot of fear. Uh, you know, fear that the child's not going to get properly educated, fear that the child is going to get sick and needs uh, vaccinations, fear that the child is not going to be successful, fear that the child is not going to be born, uh, you know, uh, with all its limbs and so on. So there's a lot of fear that's that's being produced at an early age. And this fear uh, needs an outlet of some kind. And so religion seems to be the the perfect fit for it for many families to cope with it, because if you know, you're you're a young parent in your 20s and you're having a, a child or two. 
um, you're still a kid yourself, basically not understanding who you really are. And now you're bringing another child into this world. And so you're bringing another soul into this world without learning who you really are. So it's about remembering everything. And so what happens is, is that we embrace these experiences and these interactions with these adults we call our parents. Then we start meeting other people outside of our comfort zone, which are friends and other family members. And we start to research and look into things or we try at a little deeper level. And so the first thing that comes up is, you know, uh, our eyes are looking at someone else and they're seeing a male or a female. Uh, these days, of course, it could be 29 different genders, according to some. But uh, anyway, it's like 92 now. Yeah, 92 <laughs> genders now. But anyway, um, so there's a level of fear that's involved at the very young age uh, that's looking for an understanding or is looking for uh, a meaning or purpose. And so religion fits that bill because uh, let's just say Christianity, for instance, you know, you have a, a cross with a man uh, uh, on this cross who, you know, you could show them that this man died for your sins and all this other stuff. But, you know, and, they, and that's all they know that the parent knows. So it can't comprehend beyond the symbolism. So it's easy to believe things when you see them and hear them and uh, and just take them at face value. But now we're learning, of course, in this day and age that everything we've been taught is basically one giant fat lie from religion to the monetary system to politics to, you know, other beliefs that we have been indoctrinated into. And we're seeing it for what it is. This is why society is collapsing right now or transforming right now, because those old belief systems are going right out the window. I've heard this notion lately, and you correct me if I'm wrong, because you are the psychist, I'm not. But some people say this notion of the light, if you're dying, go to the light. But I've heard some others who say, don't go to the light, because if you do, you are returning to this realm we call Earth to repeat another life. What's your take on this? Uh, okay, so so actually, it's so there, there was this... Um, soul recycling like kind of trap that people were going through and it wasn't going into light it was actually you just fell into a darkness and then you popped out into another life and i've seen this happen with people i i had an experience like this where i just fell into darkness and then i'm back here again without having gone into the light without having been returned to the source and being cleansed and and uh, just and what happens when that when that when that occurs is that you carry a lot of the trauma that you um, that you had from the previous life because you go right back into it. And so this goes into a little bit of what Joseph was saying about um, about Jesus dying for our sins, because when I was a child, now just like you, I had a lot of questions and I just wasn't buying the whole narrative around um, around religion. And and so one thing that troubled me for a very long time was how is it that this man died 2000 years ago for our sins and we can just do whatever we want. And as long as we believe in him and let him into our heart, it's all good. And so I didn't really quite understand what they were saying until I had spent all this time traveling through the astrals and understanding the process of death. And, um, and this is, so this is what it truly means when they say that Jesus died for our sins is that when you pass away, when you die and you cross over to the other side, you go through um, a place called the lower astral realm, um, which can kind of also be referred to as a purgatory. And this is a place where uh, uh, people draw 
like black magic from, right? So there's magic, that magic is magic and it comes from a lower place. And so it's limited. And the reason that we have guides that help us cross over, um, like either angels will come to get you or family members will come to get you to help bring you into the light. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.